Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, I'm bringing you a guest episode with Vanessa Quigley. Vanessa is co-founder of Chatbooks, She's a mom of seven, and her mission is to help families organize and enjoy their family stories. I didn't realize it when we were talking, but I think our conversation fits her mission perfectly. We talk about the story behind chatbooks and how and why having family photos in our home can help us connect as a family. We also talk a little bit about photo organization And then we dive into other ways to make memories as a family and how to grow our family story. I love the simplicity of chat books and I love the simplicity of every organization tip and every memory making tip that Vanessa brings us in this episode. These are budget friendly, meaningful ideas that can fit any family size coming from Vanessa, who is a mom of seven. When we talk about 
photos and minimalism, oftentimes we are talking about how to declutter family photos, how to organize them. And while we are going to talk a little bit of organization today, we're really talking about why we should have family photos in our home and how we can do so, of course, in a clutter-free way. But to each their own, like you don't have to have massive amounts of photos in your home, but we're talking about the benefits of it today and how our kids and us really as families can benefit from having photos and reminiscing on memories together. If you love making memories with your family and looking back on them, or if you're just looking for more ways to build memories with your family in simple ways, this episode is for you. So let's dive into my conversation with Vanessa. Vanessa, I am so excited to have you on the show and to talk today about a subject that I'm really interested to hear more about and learn about. Um, Before we get there, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, my name is Vanessa Quigley. I am a singer and an actress (laughs) turned entrepreneur. I never in a million years thought I would be building and running a business. Um, I love singing and performing. Um, And I was actually getting ready to go back to get my master's in either theater or um, vocal performance. And I had this idea of how to get my photos out of my phone and into the hands of my family because it had been years since I had done any scrapbooking, which I was a big part of my life as an early, earlier, younger mother. Um, I believe very strongly in the power of holding on to our stories. And that was what we did in the 90s. We scrapbooked, right? But then, you know, I was really good at it when I had one, two, even three kids. But by number four, I totally fell off the wagon. So here I have baby number seven. Declan, he was five, not even a baby at the time, and um, he he's like the happiest kid in the world, and uh, one night I could just hear him bawling up in his room, and I thought, there, we have a broken arm. Something, something horrible has happened, and I ran up to go check on him, and he, he was totally fine. He was just feeling emotional because he was looking at this little photo album his preschool teacher had made for him of you know, their field trips and parties and all the little fun preschool things. He was looking at that and feeling all of these big feelings. And he told me that he never wanted to grow up. And it was adorable. And it was like, you know, a couple days before he was starting kindergarten. So it was like, you know, a big milestone in his life. And yeah, it was cute. But it was also like gut-wrenching because I knew I was failing him in this important job to help him hold on to his story because he didn't have a scrapbook. In fact, the only printed photos of him at that point were our annual Christmas card, which, you know, kids could care less about. So (laughs) I was very grateful in that moment that that teacher had the foresight to make that little photo book for him. But the wheels started turning in my head, and I, I was thinking about how I use Instagram to stay connected to friends and family. You know, we've moved around a lot, and I'm so bad about keeping in touch. But I loved sharing, you know, little highlights of what our family was doing on Instagram. And I thought, man, if he could just look back on those posts, he would see that there's more to his life than just preschool. But, you know, we're always trying to take our phones away from our kids, right? Like, I'm not going to hand him my phone to go scroll back and and relive his, mem- relive his memories. Um So I had an idea, like, if I could just print all of my Instagram posts. Well, anyway, a long story short, I gave that idea to my husband, who is a serial um, entrepreneur and has an MBA from Harvard and knows lots of things. And we started building this business, and um, I got to join along for the wild ride. And so 
Now I'm an entrepreneur and co-founder and chapbooker in chief. That is my title. I totally made it up for myself <laughs> of chapbooks. <laughs> so that's a very long introduction of myself. No, that's great. I love that story because I can fully relate to it. I have a five-year-old right now and she loves looking at pictures and especially like you know, before probably last week, um, she was always looking at them on my phone for the most part. And she will watch those, you know, little galleries of that the iPhone makes for you, the, you know, little slideshows or whatever. Uh, And she just loves them. And I realized that I have so many pictures on my phone and I never print them. And as a kid, I loved looking at all of the scrapbooks and that my mom was making and just having pictures printed and looking through them. When you said, you know, scrapbooking in the nineties, I think the last time I made a scrapbook was for my graduation, like for my graduation party, I made one. What year was that? Uh, 2009, I graduated. Okay. Okay. Well, that is nineties, but (laughs) still so impressive. (laughs) But I, I made one then and I, since then, like after that point, I, I made a couple of photo books. I haven't done much since, even mm-hmm. after having kids. So I love the idea of chat books. And I was going to ask you about the story behind it anyway, so I'm glad you already told it. But if you want to kind of just talk a little bit about what chat books is, what people can you know expect when they are going to purchase a chat book and yeah. create a chat book. Well, like I said, we started with this idea of how to print Instagram, the Instagram posts that people make, because, you know, for years, people had been kind of using Instagram as a scrapbook, curating little bits and pieces of their life and um, with a photo and a caption, which was kind of the journaling part of it. Um, So that was a really fun way to start the business. And we grew really, really fast because people were finally getting to hold printed photos, (laughs) you know, because many like you had never really done anything with their photos. Um, but it wasn't very long before I realized that like, oh yeah, well, these are great, but there are also a lot of photos that I want to hold on to and remember that I'm not, I don't want to put out in the, to the world on social media. Right. And, um, over the years, the way people use Instagram has changed a lot. It feels less like a, a place to interact with your friends and family and more like a marketplace, right? Don't you feel like you're just being advertised to constantly? Um, and also with Reels, too, video is taking priority. In fact, I even think Instagram has said, we are a video platform. Like Anyway, we knew that Instagram was not going to be like the way that people want to curate their family memories. Um, and when I look at my camera roll, like I've got right now I have over 55,000 photos on my camera roll. And there are some real gems in there. And so we started building out a way to make it really easy. And that is the key because our customers are primarily moms and all moms are busy right? Make it really easy to get those photos off of their phones and into the hands of the family. So we now have um, lots of different ways to do that. Our month book subscription is our like signature product. You pick 30 photos every month. We Our app makes it super easy. Pick 30 photos, get a book a month, um, just kind of a snapshot and highlight of, of your month, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the stuff that you would never post to social media, but is an important part of your story. So our goal is to be super affordable, super easy, um, and help you hold on, hold on to what matters and see the magic in our daily lives. Because there is like, there's a real connection between like, taking the photo and appreciating the moment. I know some people talk about how we've got our cameras out all the time and we're not living in the moment. Well, yeah, maybe for some people, 
for me and for a lot of people like me that I know, taking a photo of something in our day-to-day life that is so busy and crazy and out of control, it kind of makes it special and sacred for me. Just the other day, my friend did, um, every year she does this annual, you know, every hour on the hour, take a photo of whatever you're doing, document your day. And it's actually a lot of work because your day goes by so fast. I set an alarm for every hour to take a photo. Um, and it, during the day, you know, I was just trying to do all the things that I needed to do. The alarm would go off. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take this photo. It kind of felt a little bit like an annoyance in the moment, if I'm being honest, just because it was like every hour, that's a lot. That's a lot of photos. But at the end of the day, when I went back and I looked at all of them, it was so beautiful. And I felt so grateful for that big, busy, full day. And all the things, you know, not every photo was great. There was one photo of me cleaning dog poop off of my carpet because... (laughs) You know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's what Chapbooks is. And it's just been an honor to to be building a business with a mission to strengthen families. Yeah, I love that. And I love that it's easy because that's the one thing with other photo book platforms that I have used is it's there's like a lot of decisions involved. It's like where yeah. are you going to, you know, the, you the gallery it. of how you're going to place everything. And it... For me, I've like started creating something in the past and just abandoned it because I didn't have the time. And I think that that is where the point it gets to if it's not simple enough. I also, before we started Chatbooks, tried doing digital scrapbooking, like sites like Shutterfly, for example. And as we were starting to do research on, you know, Chatbooks and what we wanted to build, I went back to Shutterfly and I you know, had to recover my password. It had been so long since I had used it. And when I finally got into my account, I had two books in there that I had started like 12 years ago (laughs) that I had never finished because for that very reason, it was too many decisions. It was too hard. I needed to be too perfect because it was too expensive. Yeah. So we try to take all that friction out of the way. Simplicity done is better than perfect. Something's better than nothing. That's chapbooks. Yeah. I love it. So you said you have a lot of pictures on your camera roll, as probably most of us do, unless we're like super organized with getting them off of there. What are some ways to simplify the process? Um, Do you have any other tips of just like choosing like which pictures to choose and how to kind of simplify those decisions to choose which pictures we want to have in our homes, whether it's in a book or Hanging on however. the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like I said, I have 50, 56,000 in one photo. Last time I checked today, that's how many photos I have. I did a poll the other day on Instagram asking people like how many they had. I couldn't believe how many people have over 100,000 photos, which is great because that means you're taking lots of good pictures and you have lots of memories, but it can be overwhelming because that's a lot to deal with, right? And you're right, month books is a great way to just create a habit of picking 30 photos a month. But that can even be tricky if you've got, you know, 150 photos that month to, to, to you know, sort through or 300 or whatever. So, yeah, I do have some tips. First of all, keep taking the photos mm-hmm. and the videos, too. But then create habits of organization. And that can start. I actually have a course on this. I'll send you the link. and Maybe you can share it with your community in your show notes. Yeah, um there are a few steps you can, easy steps you can take. Um, first of all, there are apps that will just go on your phone and will like sweep through it and declutter by taking out duplicates, taking out screenshots. So that's one thing that you can do that's really fast and quick and easy that will kind of pare down your camera roll a little bit. 
And then I like to just create a regular ongoing habit. Some people do it daily. I like to do it weekly, right? Every Sunday, I call it my Sunday select. I go through my past week, delete the stuff that I don't need. Often for work, I'm taking photos and videos to use for different things and for content. And, you know, I need... I need them for a few days, but by the end of the week, usually I don't need any of it. So I can clear all of that out. I can delete all of the screenshots that I took to send to people. Um, It's also a really good time to use favorites if you have an iPhone. I'm surprised how many people I've talked to that do not know about this feature. It's the little heart. You can tap on any photo in your camera roll and it will go into your favorites album. And so as I go through the weeks, the the photos that seem picture uh, print worthy. I will heart those into my favorites. And then I have albums uh, on my phone, one for each of my kids and one of things that I might want to use for work, just different things that I might want to go back and refer to that will save me time. In that moment, that weekly Sunday select, I will add those to different albums. And then I can't not say this, back up your photos I know a lot of us are connected to iCloud or Google Photos where it automatically backs up. But if you are not one of those person, one of those people, you want to make a regular time where you can be backing up your photos because, you know, our, our whole life history is living on our phones. And if they were to drop in the toilet and disappear, like how sad would that be? And then the last step, once you, once you create a little habit that gives you some organization, you feel like you've got control of it, like subscribe to MonthBooks. An easy way to print your photos, get them in the hands of your family, or print. um, We also offer wall tiles. I mean, there are a million places where you could print photos. Print some photos, put it in a frame, hang it on the wall, make a little um, cork board. We have a cork board in our kitchen that we'll just put random little um, photos up on. Watch the videos. You know, how many times do we take the video and then we never look at it again, right? And if we make a regular habit of deleting the the misfires or, you know, whenever you're trying to film your son when he's playing baseball and he's getting up to bat and you want to get that big hit, but there's several strikes or balls or, you know, whatever before, go back and delete all of those on your Sunday select. But watch the videos and then have conversations with your family about these photos, about what happened before that picture was taken? What was happening during it? How did you feel? What did we do after? What did you learn from that moment? I mean, there is so much rich learning and development with young kids that can come from what they call elaborative reminiscing, looking back on our memories and talking about them in a detailed and elaborative way. So that's really, really where the magic happens in the conversations. Yeah, I, I love that that's something you talk about is just how we can, you know, obviously the photos are meaningful to us because we took them and they're our family and they're meaningful to our kids right away, but how we can even create more meaning by just having them in our homes and having conversations around them. Um, Can you encourage us a little bit even more on like the value of having photos printed in a way that our family can often access and enjoy them? Um, What are some of the benefits of that? Yeah, well, photos help us connect with each other and bring us joy and also like often make me realize that I'm doing a really good job because, you know, sometimes we have days where we just feel like nothing is going right. What is going on here? Um, Yeah, for me, like when I'm having, especially if I'm having a hard time with a child, I have galleries of photos hanging all over our house from different ages and stages and like... 
oh my goodness, my, you know, I have a 20 something year old who sometimes, you know, is difficult. But when I go upstairs and I see that little picture of him when he was six years old, it's like my heart melts. And I remember, man, okay, this is who he is. And we've come, we've come so far. We've come such a long way. Videos also do that for me too. My kids love to watch old home videos on their birthdays. It's kind of become a bit of a tradition. And when I watch these videos, honestly, I, all I think is, man, I'm incredible. Like, how did I do that in those years of lots of young kids? Because of my seven kids, my oldest is 27. My youngest is 14 right now. In those years when they were all little and loud and clinging and my husband was traveling like days and weeks at a time, like, honestly, how did I do it? I, I have no idea. So I end up feeling like a superhero. Um, but also, like, when, when your kids see photos of themselves around the house, in books, hanging on walls, sitting on a desk, they know that they are a, an important part of this family, right? And um, a project that I did over COVID lockdown is we had just finished our basement. And we had this giant wall. And the basement was kind of like, I mean, everyone ends up down there. But it's hard. To, you know, fin furnishing a, a giant basement is a little bit overwhelming. But I had this big wall. And I thought... You know, none of us are traveling right now. We, we were just locked in our homes for a year, basically. Um, I used our canvas wall tiles, and I printed, I don't even know how many I have, enough to fill the giant long wall with, like, a row five deep all across the wall of photos from different adventures that our family has been on. And every time we walk down in the basement, it's just a reminder that, man, like our family's really cool. At least I feel that way. I think my kids feel that way too. But like they're all highlighted in different ages and stages of their life, different fun things that we've been able to do. Um, and another thing that I, I love, maybe this will be motivating if you're wondering about chapbooks and, you know, why print photos in a book? Well, like I said, we're always trying to take devices from our kids, right? Like there's a time and place for it. But in general, like, one less way to have to be on a screen, the better. Um, I remember when we first started Chatbooks and, you know, my youngest son loved his video games, always taking the iPad and the phone. Um, but one day after getting our first, you know, batch of books, I came into the kitchen and he was sitting there with two of his buddies, one on either side of him, and he was reading to them his Chatbook to every page telling them the story of what the photo that was on the page and it was adorable because usually these kids are running around like mad like out of control and they were all just riveted as he was telling the stories and you could just see how proud he was and how confident he felt um so yeah there's magic happens when we have conversations with our own kids about our stories but that, that was pure magic watching him tell those stories to his little buddies I want to thank today's sponsor who is helping make this episode possible. Speaking of memories like we are today, the people who change our lives and make an impact on us, those are people that we remember. What if you could find more life-changing people right when you needed them? If your job has anything to do with hiring, you need Indeed to help you find those people. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You don't have to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. If you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. 
I personally am a huge fan of their Instant Match feature. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a job post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed does the hard work for you here. So sponsor a job and boom, Instant Match shows you the candidates whose resumes fit your job description immediately after you post. So join the 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Minimalish. Indeed.com slash Minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's so great. I am glad you shared those encouragements because I think, you know, my podcast talks about simplifying and decluttering and sometimes that can make us feel like, okay, like how much stuff can I have on my walls or how many photo books should I have in my house? But when it comes down to it, it's about like the things, keeping the things in our homes that are valuable and that are going to create connection with us and our family. And I mean, I, I know that some memories for our kids when they're young are going to be stronger if they have photos to remember those yep. things. When I think try to think back to my earliest memory, there's a photo of it. Like, that's all I remember. And I think it's because there's a photo. And, like, I'm 50 now. And, honestly, things from just two years ago I'm having a hard time remembering. So, yes, the photos help anchor those memories in our mind. And it's interesting that you brought up, like, decluttering and not wanting to have a bunch of stuff in your house because – Part of our like origin story for chapbooks um, started when my husband, like years ago, before even I had that moment with my with my little five year old. My husband had sold one of his businesses and had an experience at his grandfather's funeral with. Um, it was actually an audio recording of his grandpa singing the song "Home on the Range," the song that he, Nate would always sing to our kids. And in the hustle and bustle of the funeral, that recording went missing. Like nobody knew where it was. And he was heartbroken that there is like family memorabilia that should be on the internet available to all that just could disappear with one like, you know, misstep by a crazy aunt or something. So anyway, he started all of those years ago building basically enterprise software for families. It, you know, that's he has his, had a lot of experience building software like that for other companies and was trying to solve the problem that we have as families with this, you know, enterprise software. Um, but it uh, turns out nobody wanted to use it. It was too complicated. It required too much work. But it was interesting as he we would gather um, my friends together to do little focus groups as he was starting to build it out. And, you know, everyone kept saying, oh, yeah, this is totally something I should do. This is so great. I should totally do this. By the way, if you're an entrepreneur and you hear a customer say, I should do this, that is a kiss of death. Should means they will never do it. Um, but the other thing is Nate really, really believed strongly that print was dead. That like we don't want anything printed because the thing that kept coming up in these focus groups is, yeah, yeah, I should do this. But can I get it printed? Can I get it printed in a book? Right. And he's like, no, 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 you don't want to be you don't want it printed. At that point, we had all seven kids living in the house. We were like up to our eyeballs and toys and books and clothes and kids and pets. And like the last thing he thought we wanted was any extra stuff in the house. But turns out we were dead wrong about that. And what finally took off for our business was when we started printing photos. Yes, they do add more bulk in your home. But to your point, like of all of the things that are taking up space in your home, like 
just weigh out the benefit, cost-benefit analysis, and your photo memories are going to win every time. Unless you have boxes of boxes of photos lying around, usually, you know, you if you're going through and decluttering photos, usually you aren't going to pitch them all, you're going to figure out how, how can I make this box of photos smaller, but still keep the memories, which yep. obviously photo book is a great way to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So I kind of want to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, how these memories in photos can actually help us build our family story, because that's something you talk about as well. And, kind of just the, the more of the meaning behind having these photos around and, and just how do we build a family story in general, um, even if it's, you know, not fully related to having photos. So yeah, you talk about, you know, having the access to these memories as an important way to shape our family narrative and write our story. So what are some other ways to do this other than just having the photos? Yeah. Well, photos are a you know, a great way to help shape that family narrative. And like I said earlier, like the pretty Instagram worthy photos, but also the not so pretty ones like that. That's all part of our story. Um, but yeah, other ways to do it, like to reinforce the story of who we are and we, where we came from and, you know, how we belong in this big world. Um, I think family traditions Right. Like every family has unique traditions for them, but there are traditions you can do every day that will help reinforce this and and give give an opportunity to shape your story. One of the things that we have done in our family ever since our kids were little was something called um, the highs and lows at dinner time. You know, I'm a big believer in family dinner. You know, at this point in my life with only two kids living at home, you know, teenagers that are always off doing something. Family dinner where we're all sitting at the table does not happen very often. But when you get everyone around the table, go around and give everyone a chance to say the good thing that happened and a not so good thing. A happy, sad. Oh, my goodness. My friend just posted about this. They do happy and crappy in their family. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? I love that. But just, you know, it's not photo related, but it gives a voice to everyone in the family to kind of talk about like what's lighting their fire and what was really hard. It's a great way to connect with each other. As a mom, it was like such an amazing like lens into the secret world of our children because, you know, we think we know everything, but I promise you there's a lot we don't know. And some of the things that were revealed around the dinner table during our highs and lows was um, some of it shocking and impressive. And I was so grateful for that. So there's all kinds of traditions around birthdays and trips. Um, I know, especially, you know, as a younger family with a bunch of kids and entrepreneurs, uh, we didn't have a lot of money to take big fancy vacations. And we just had a lot of kids, you know, which made it logistically really hard. So my husband and I, we instituted what we called the family fandango. We gave a really fancy, happy, fun, you know, name to like going to a farmer's market. You know, like any little outing, it could be a day long, it could be an overnighter, um, it could be for the afternoon, but like make it an occasion and like build it up and, you know, oh, we're so lucky we get to be together and explore something new and learn something new. Um, those are all ways to make memories that will ultimately help shape and craft your family story and your family narrative. Um, another thing is repetition, right? You know, as a mom, like you have to repeat yourself over and over and over again um, to get it through to these kids what's important, right? And in our family, I remember I had just had my fifth baby, and we had also gotten a dog and a cat. And so life was very full and very crazy, but I 
literally felt like I was losing it. And I told my husband, we got to do something. Like, I can't, I can't go on like this. And so we decided, well, what if we create like a family motto, you know, some type of like thing that we'll paint on the wall and just make it very clear what we expect of these children. And that was the birth of what we call the Quigley Creed. And um, it, it evolved once, you know, when you have little kids, you have unique challenges. And then when you have teenagers, they, they change a little bit. And so our Quigley Creed, as it stands today, is Quigleys are respectful, responsible, considerate, and kind. And it's just a short list of values that we got in the habit of repeating every week when we would have our family meeting. It hangs on the wall of our home right by the stairs. They walk by it a million times a day. Um, and it's just like, this is who we are. This is what we aspire to. It doesn't guarantee that the behaviors will follow suit, but at least it gives us a point of reference to refer back to. And it's very clear like what kind of people we want to be and who we aspire to be. So repetition, whether it's a family motto or a song or jokes or, you know, little family inside jokes or movies that you love that just like continue to weave back into this beautiful like tapestry of your family story. Those can be really powerful too. I love just how simple the ideas are. Like the family creed isn't this long thing. And obviously that's good because our, especially when our kids are little, they're not going to like grasp all of that anyways. And the uh, family Fandango that you talked about, you know, (laughs) I can affirm that with a five-year-old, Anytime getting out of the house in any way, especially she's super social and just loves to be doing something, anything is fun for her. (laughs) So like going to our local, it's not even like a farmer's market. It's like a farm market. It's a grocery store, but it's just like a little different than a Target. You know, it's just like this family farm, their store. It's a big thing to her. So I, I just love that, you know, it doesn't have to be about elaborate vacations and adventures. It can any any small thing can be made into an adventure. Yeah. And I will say about the family motto, you know, our Quigley Creed, you know, as I started sharing, you know, the success that I felt like we were having with it with some of my friends, they were like, oh, we want to do that for ourselves. Um, And I, I watched one friend in particular, she like made such a huge long list of all the things she wanted her kids to be, which was like, I get it. Like, I have a lot of things that I would love to have to see, you know, have happen. Um, and she was so proud of it and printed it and was hanging on her wall. It was so long. Like, uh, there, it never took off because it was too much. Like, you're not you're not going to memorize that. And that's not something you're going to want to repeat a lot. Like, maybe write that in your journal. And as, you know, as a mom and a woman, like, use that to help guide you and some of the choices you make in your family. But, yeah, simple is king, It especially if you're trying to get through to kids. Yeah, so good. Well, I have two questions that I ask every guest before we go. So the first one is what is something that you're simplifying right now? Oh man. I just did a giant purge of my son's bedroom. He got really into tying um, flies for fly fishing over the summer. And I don't know if you have any experience with that, but it involves a lot of feathers and string and tools. And it was like taking over our house because every time I walk by his bedroom, the feathers would kind of flutter out into the hallway. (laughs) Anyway, yesterday we just packed all it up and put it away for the next season if he even gets into it again. Um, But yeah, the other the other thing that came to my mind is, um, you know, I work during the day and my youngest is 14. So he gets home from school at like 2.30. And you would think that, you know, 14-year-old could just kind of on his own do his homework, do his jobs and, you know, carry on. But no, he needs a little extra attention. So um, I hired some help who, like, is not his nanny or babysitter. She's my assistant. And basically all the things that I 
pop into my mind of like, I would be doing if I wasn't working right now. I make uh, jot down in a shared note. And so she comes over, she keeps her eyes on him and then just like works through my list. So it's like having two of me. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm a huge advocate of hiring help if you can. Yes. Delegating is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something that you're loving right now? Well, I I really believe in the power of exercise. Like it's the way I've started my day for so many years and it helps clear my head. It de-stresses. It, it's hopefully going to help me, you know, as I continue to age, <laughs> still be able to ski and do all the things I want to do. But I've always gone to a gym to work out. And I have recently decided to start working out at home. It just, it was boils down to not having enough hours in the day, you know, to work and do all the things. And we created a little home gym down here. It's not fancy, but I am actually loving it. I enjoy listening to a podcast while I go through my workouts, or if I need to feel like I'm in a group class, because I do sometimes miss that. Um, Peloton, my friend, Kristen Andrews, she does workouts on YouTube that are free. Um, Working out at home, you know, it's simple. It saves time. It's flexible. Yeah. My husband and I both work out at home with our little garage gym, and it is a game changer. I was thinking about joining like a very inexpensive gym by us for classes, and I was like, I don't, I don't think I can. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to go I just, back. Well, my kids, all my college kids just got a yoga pass, and so I did buy a 10 punch pass to this yoga place because that is something I have a very hard to, time doing on my own. Yeah. So I'm going to go to yoga with them a couple of times. But but yeah, I I'd really enjoy. Sometimes I just go down on my pajamas. Sometimes I'm not even wearing a bra, depending on what I'm doing, <laughs> and just work out. And then I can start the rest of my day. So It's great. Well, thank you for your time. This conversation has been so fun. And I've just loved hearing kind of, you know, how your advice as someone who has much older kids and has kind of been there with creating family memories and creating a family narrative. So thank you for your time. Thank you for all that you shared today. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't know about you, but my daughter loves looking at pictures. She loves looking at the pictures on my phone and even better when they are a physical piece of paper or in a book, like a chat book, We recently printed pictures for the first time in a really long time, and she just loves looking through them all. I don't have the best organization method. We are going to hang them, a lot of them in her room, once we do move, but it's just the idea that I struggle to get physical pictures in our house because so many things are digital these days, and this episode, this conversation with Vanessa really encouraged me to think about how I want to have more photos in my home, whether on display or in a book, not just for my benefit, because I love looking at pictures too, but for my kids to build these memories. Photos help us remember things, right? And to build a sense of self and to build a sense of family. So I hope this episode encourages you in that way or just encourages you to make some simple and fun memories with your family. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money to do so. We are in a pretty drab part of the year here in Pittsburgh, and I think family photos could be like one of the things to just brighten it up a little bit or going on some really simple adventures to get out of the house in the middle of winter. So this episode is coming at a perfect time for me, and maybe if you're listening to it right now in the middle, sort of towards the end of winter as well, you're feeling that same way. 
So I hope you make some memories. I hope you print some photos. And if you like this episode, I hope you share it with a friend or share it on social media, wherever you like to share things. I am grateful for you for being here, for listening in. Thank you for sharing if you do. And I will talk to you right back here on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.